Hello and welcome to this episode of the Catacast, the first one since it's been released. Yeah, this is the first time we're recording since we've released any episodes. Wow. How do you feel about that, James? I think the podcast has been received more warmly and strongly than I had imagined. Yeah. I mean, I, I know that you thought by this point it'd all be hookers and blow and... 100%. Wild degenerate. Wait, um, are you not having hookers and blow? I don't have the finances. <laughs> That's why I, I have a family to look after. Yeah, yeah. Well, if I get hookers and blow, they all need hookers and blow. Look at, just, just judging by the way you look, though, today you would think that James has been on the hookers and blow, but James is very ill. I think I got some sort of flu that's penetrated my bones. I spoke to our friend, Father Olek, who... Mm. Uh, are we releasing this one... Before the other one. Before yeah. the other one? Yeah. So he hasn't been on the podcast yet, but he will be. Yeah. I just told him that I thought I was going to die, and he was like, very clearly thought that was a... Ridiculous thing. A complex think. that I had developed. And <laughs> we then spoke about other people's delusions. But he was like, you should get that... Look you know, that. The whole about the die thing. Yeah, he said, just go to a doctor that you trust. He spoke about his doctor. Everyone should have a doctor that they trust. We've been speaking about yeah. doctors you trust. I haven't lined that up yet. You did. I meant. To, I, I don't know if I should do it before. I go to Perth on Thursday. Most doctors have been compromised these days. I don't trust doctors the way I used to just um, on a gut level trust all doctors. Even mm. just as I get older. Hashtag not all doctors. And I learned that some doctors are merely very lazy and unquestioning and are more interested in writing you a prescription and charging you $80 than they are making sure you're well. It's almost like they work for someone other than us. They work for themselves. Mm. Eh? Oh, you think they work for some big... The pharmaceutical companies. Oh. I thought... well. <laughs> Not all doctors. Uh, yes. Hashtag not all doctors. Anyways, I thought what we could do, given it's the first time we've we've recorded since the podcast came out, and so welcome everybody to the podcast. It's so nice to have you. So nice to have you. We we are alienated now that we know what people like and Well, I definitely feel a bit more self conscious. Yeah. Yeah. You do. Yeah. I've um, never been so unself conscious as I am right now because I I'm gonna die this week. I wish you cared more, to be honest. I could have put something on, hey? <laughs> um, so I just thought we'd have a little shout-out to some of our fans. Oh, this is a fan respect podcast? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Much respect. Um, so Stampin1994 has commented on several of our YouTube videos. Thank you, Stampin1994. Thank you, Stamper. Um, most recently, uh, they, not knowing their gender... Yep. said, it's an interesting formula for a show. One man with a cigarette who knows his catechism is joined by a very moody non-smoker who kind of knows his catechism and could perhaps use a cigarette. Yeah. To explain the catechism filled by a man who is very into 90s home videos aesthetic. That's you. I'm not sure if it's a winning formula. Time will tell. Uh, Given that James is bewildered by every other question in the catechism and answers with a doubtful yeah to every explanation offered by Jack while inventing heresies by the minute, it will certainly take a while to get through, but maybe this is what the church needs. You will know if this is truly the new evangelization if you are eventually able to monetize the show and make an annual five figures from it. That is the dream, but I think yeah, you're I think aiming is, too no, small, no, six I th figures. I think the point is that only if a thing makes money can we know that the spirit That's is behind true. it. That's true, that we're only truly evangelizing if we're getting... Cash. That's not a new heresy. That's no, rather an old one. That's rather an old one. Out. Yeah, that's the Simon the Magus heresy there. Um, Joel I Osteen, think, I was going for. I think the two most likely outcomes are, one, the catechist converts first Russia and then the world. Yeah, that's very important to prevent nuclear war, I'm told. 
Um, Vladimir Putin, if you're listening, we love you. Number two... Is he not a Christian? He's some sort of Christian, I'm sure. Number two, James appears in the last episode with a skull cap, insists on being referred to as Imam James Donforce McCann and demands that listeners and viewers submit to Allah, the one in one God, without I, weakness. I, only, I realized quite late that he meant last is in ultimate, not previous. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think I could definitely... I've been looking into Islam this week. Islam. We've taken a couple of weeks off doing the podcast and I must say I have immediately started looking up <laughs> new religions <laughs> that might just tickle me in more exciting ways. Better podcast ideas. Well, Islam is uh, an interesting one. Do you know there are like 10 different... There's like one Quran. Quran. But there are a variety of different acceptable ways to read the Quran with different stresses and emphases. Much like the Bible. That does change the meaning. No, but like this would be the equivalent of... I mean, the Greek is the Greek, right? I'm not even Greek. That's no. a wide joke. You won't get it. <coughs> Excuse the coughing. Um, the other one I looked up today, which was not Islam, but I thought would be an interesting, is uh, the free zone, which is the best I can describe it, I think, is Scientology Protestantism. They've retained the central teachings of Scientology but left but the, have schismed off have schismed from the um, the c- control structures of the church is Tom Cruise part of that one no he's then a, I want no part of it orthodox whatever Tom Cruise is part of yeah he's but an isn't it cool to think yeah. some people went oh we love this Xenu soul yeah in the we love volcano this yeah, 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 stuff. that's yeah. obviously true yeah but Elron Hubbard was yeah. a fallen man <laughs> and the church that he built has problems mm. so do you know Shelley Muscovich no. I don't want to go too hard on Scientology because they have a policy of destroying... The, they have their like enemies. a public policy, yeah. I think, of destroying the lives of their enemies. Yeah. So maybe let's just say... I mean, what could they do to us? interesting though? and positive. Yeah. Man, they f- they find stuff. <laughs> they um. What could they do to us that we haven't done to ourselves? They have this public statement that's like, everyone who has ever come after the Church of Scientology has committed a murder. And we just have to find it. Oh. Yeah. So well, let, let me once again just reinstate my um, uh, maleducated but broadly speaking positive opinion <laughs> of the Church of Scientology. The Church of Scientology. An open question that may be a happy answer. Um, Not like these free zone beatniks. I hope they're repressed. Anyways, some of our other fans... Cudgelled even. ...includes... T-S-GQ3VE. Okay. Who commented on one of our earlier. Sounds like a toaster. Came for the doctrinal purity, but discovered the hottest hot take on quiz nights I've ever heard. Oh, did we do an episode where I attacked quiz nights? I think you attacked me, actually. Yes. Look, I've softened my position on quiz nights now that I've hosted But not on me. Not on you? No. No, I still think you're going for the wrong reasons. What else? Uh... Drunk Boy says it feels like it's after Sunday Mass and the boys are smoking darts in the courtyard. Isn't that a nice vibe? Cool. Thank you, Sam, for conveying that vibe to our listeners. Um, yeah, I mean, that's there are other ones from and the viewers. YouTube that I think we'll just leave. No, I think we should definitely do that one that quotes the time warp. I thought that was nice and it's always good to have people out there watching, paying attention. Uh, and then we've received a couple of messages okay. on our Instagram I don't know if maybe we, they don't want this public, but you don't have to say their name. Well, I will say their name, but yeah, you know, some very nice things were said in those messages that they enjoyed the podcast. Nice, basically. nice. Yeah, 
Yeah. Do you want to find out some of the countries that because I don't think you know how to use the Acast. No, I do. I figured it out. You I'm did? so smart. Can you see the countries that people are from? Um, lots of countries, mostly the Australia, and the US. So welcome to our all, all our US listeners. Welcome to our Japanese listener. To our we have a Japanese listener. To our Belgian listener. Thank you very much for listening. I wish you broke it down even more so you could see like the states in Australia or the states in the US. Can you? Yeah. What? This is so cool. I'm learning things live on air. We love having a podcast. Hundreds of people are loving the podcast. Oh, I'm in low power mode. It's surprising how many people like the podcast. I can only see the country in the Acast one. You've got to click on the country. <gasps> what? Okay. Welcome to our 161 downloads in Adelaide. That's very exciting. Yeah. So the prophet shall be recognised in his own town. Lots of people from Sydney and Melbourne liking it. Some people in Perth. Yeah. You know some people in Perth? Well, it's not just people who follow me listening to the show, but yeah. I suspect it is. And in, in the United States, this is what I love doing. Seattle, Houston, Chicago, Austin, New York, Tulsa, LA. Tulsa. Somewhere called Boone. Boone. Boonie. Uh, look up. Boonie. Whoever it's is in listening North to us in Carolina. Guam, I'm very pleased yeah. to have you. We got Guam people, Orlando, Norway, Sweden, India, Georgia, France, Turkey. Where are they in Turkey? They're in Istanbul. I haven't seen this, so I'm actually very excited. Kasago International Corporation has a listener. <laughs> They are they are the it's the major international producer of fragrances. Takasago. Ah, thank you. Arigato. Mushi, mushi des to our Japanese listener. Um, is there anything you'd like to explain to our listeners or um, are we just grateful that people are listening? I basically attention? am just grateful yeah, that people are paying nice. attention. Isn't it nice? I don't have any cuz nobody's also asked any questions other than mildly insulting us um we've just put something up on instagram that nobody has responded to yeah in fact only two people have seen we possibly should have posted it earlier yeah um so yeah i don't know that's basically it welcome to the podcast it's so nice to have people listening uh, so it's now so the episodes that people are listening to at the moment are in january mm. that's when we did them and you can tell because it's so hot and we're always wearing very now sexy we're, outfits. We're not. The temperature. There's not a lot of temperature regulation here in the pod. It's very cold. And um, the studio. And it's now July. You can tell because I'm drinking dark beer. And I'm not drinking at all. That's very good. James has a problem. I I I I didn't drink at all for the last few days because I was comatose. And That's why you feel so bad. You were drawing. No, because I, I had a rosé today because father bought two rosés. <laughs> I couldn't stop him. You ever tried to explain to a Polish person that you wouldn't be having a drink at lunch? Oh, you saw him? Yeah. Oh, wonderful. How is Father Ole? He's great. He came with me and he bought a clothes rack. Great. And You need a clothes rack. That's what my wife said. Mm. So I took Father to buy a clothes rack <laughs> and then he told my family that he'd stolen the clothes rack from Kmart. <laughs> my mum was there. <laughs> and my mum said, did you really steal the clothes rack? And Father? He, and he just went... It was a lot of like... Some say, some say, it's that he wasn't lying at any point, but he was like, well, he was, he was like, I got this clothes rack. And they said, got, and he said, some say, got, some say, some say, stole. <laughs> and then my mum really 
I didn't know what to say. And it was an exciting morning with Father Olick there. Well, apparently my parents have watched some of this. Of You're watching Mum really? and Dad? I love you. Has anyone at your work watched it? I have no idea. If you work with me, please never bring this up in the workplace. That was it would one be thing very were, uncomfortable. Because you, you were um, cautious. You know, this coming up, you were like, oh, like on the day we went to the office to push play and start them coming out. I possibly will get fired. You were like, oh, people will know what I think now. Because people know what I think. Yeah, I'm more KG. KGB. He works for the secret state police. I'll talk to you later, Vladimir Putin. Um, Anyways, I think that's... Oh, you want to stop this one? Well, I kind of feel like maybe it was boring and we have nothing to say. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Kataka! Woo! We can release this at the same time as the next one in a double hitter. Well, I feel like we should follow with the nine point five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've right. If you if you're like nine episodes in, yeah, or something. Yeah. Well, just as even like what I do don't we know, do? we call this a bonus one, but like, what are the I'm interested. What are the avenues for people? If yeah, yeah, yeah. To do after cool. this. Yeah. What do you think they are, Jimmy? Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know who's listening to it 100. percent There's definitely. Some well, we haven't released any yet, nah, so we don't know. It's a good point. I mean, maybe that's the right thing to do. Maybe it's not. I like the. We've got the setup. I mean, what would it be like? Part of me goes like, "What's a useful content, right?" And there's there's some things that we're not doing. Yeah. On purpose. Yeah. And maybe even just like, for, a, you know, whatever behind the scenes thing, so that we have something to release. Yeah. Then, as to like why, like, Benedict died. Benedict died. And there's all this stuff coming out now. About um, he didn't get the proper funeral. Francis looked this way at the funeral, right? And this is all like gross stuff that we're not yeah. getting involved in the politics of it. Yeah. But that is that is what most Catholic media on the internet, right? Assumably, clicky. when this is released, it's going to be a few months down the track. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's part of it is yeah. a lack of timeliness, but also why why we don't think it's good. Right, that's good. No, that's good. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Why, yeah. why make this instead of? There's a more successful version of this show that sure. really appeals to a rusted on, yeah, cashed up sure. segment yeah. of, you know, Catholic conservative whatever yeah, yeah. internet thing for sure. That I think is, yeah. I mean, the reasons that I specifically don't want to do that, yeah, is because I've been down that hole and I've seen other people go down it, and I think it can ruin people's faith. Um, yeah, I think it can like your scandal. Yeah, your faith can become doom porn, right? Where it's like, what's the message of the week? What's what's Pope Francis done today? What's the 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 biggest worst thing that's happened in the world? And like the it's all doomed and it's all fucked and all this sort of stuff. Uh, and you know, I've been there and I get it. I get why that's attractive, but I just have no interest in like. You don't want to go to it. I don't want to produce something like that where it's like, it's. Yeah, putting more shit on the fire, you know? Like, I like I think, for me, the reason I wanted to do this was because, I, yeah, like, it's I wanted to do something beautiful for God, right? Like... Like a muggeridge. Yeah, well, you know, like... So, yeah, I like, we've mentioned a couple of times, I I do the, the, the catechism with, like, reverts, Catholic yeah. people who... People who've been raised Catholic, who are sacramentally Catholic, who've come back to the church, um, who probably don't know anything right because that's and I, I think the reason i've been sort of singled out to do that is because i was in that situation and i did it all the hard way yeah i learned it all myself and now i get to do it for other people which is great because it's like oh here's everything that i learned over 10 years of just like hardship and difficulty and suffering and stuff he's a pleasant version that and also yeah. like, i don't th 
I think most people don't. It's like it's something to check off intellectually, right? Where you yeah. go, oh, I do consent to all of these propositions. Yeah. And now I can live. Even if I don't remember them. I, right. Yeah. 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 And yeah. It, well, there are things that, like. It's so hard to remember it all. Yeah. And things are worded very strangely. And yeah. Like the actual intricacies of the faith are really strange. And then, like, the main meat and potatoes of being uh, a Catholic is, like, living in community. Sure. Having a congregation and figuring out, like, are we having a kid's disco? <laughs> sure. Yeah, and so I... That's the day-to-day. Yeah, and I didn't want to, like, perpetuate that cycle of negative news, negative, like, Catholic media. I wanted to do something where it's like, oh, you can listen to this while you're doing the dishes or while you're putting the kids to bed or whatever. And maybe you learn something. Um, Maybe it's, like, hopefully it's rewarding. Hopefully you get to sort of struggle with it a bit, come to a full understanding of it. Maybe the things we're doing is completely inadequate for that. Um, But hopefully it's not for everyone. Um, And... Yeah, and then the other, yeah, like exactly like you're saying, which is like, where do I go from here, right? Yeah. Like, and it's like, I want to set people up to actually go and live Christian lives, virtuous lives. Which, like, starts, I mean, if this is a jumping off point to just turn turn up at mass, yeah, that's the idea. We should go, and we're yeah. just having a conversation about not wanting to go. Yeah, Sam, but like not wanting to go, not because you don't want to go, but feeling like you have to get yourself right before you or show up. Right? I don't understand what it is, and I feel like maybe I need to understand better. Yeah, I need to get myself like into some sort of like shape before I go like yeah whatever it is but this is a this is I mean we'll probably get to this at some point talking about what the mass is but yeah. the mass is meant to be the thing I think it's what as well as being a like the summit it's also the font it's the yeah. thing that gets you into that shape yeah like sure. it is meant to be an improving experience not that you have to like get good enough to go to mass going to mass is the thing that helps you become Good enough to keep going. Yes, and the, and the other thing is, like, if you think that you're going to do it by yourself, like, you're just dead wrong, right? Like, and there's just no way that, like, I mean, you could. It would just be really hard and pointless and you <laughs> shouldn't because there are people who want to help you. Um, there are people who are, like, very keen to help you and you should make yourself open to those people. I do struggle to be there for it. Well, states in life, James, right? Well, like my, you're my married cup is like, with I three kids. I don't my cup's full because there's always more stuff you can reach out and do. But there was definitely a time in my life where I was able to be more helpful to people. Was that before you had help. three kids? Yeah, it was before I had three kids. <laughs> it was definitely before I had three kids. Yeah, yeah, states in life. And, so, and the other thing is that, I, that I definitely hope is that there are people who are currently going to Mass who are like attempting to understand this stuff better, who want to learn more, and it's like, if you're that person listening to this now, watching this now, it's like, say hello to someone, right? Like if you see somebody who's never been at mass before and you're always like, oh, I don't want to do it because like, I, I don't know or anything like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, you've done something. You've listened to this. Like go and introduce yourself. It's really, it Just say, really I hard. don't know. It's really hard to go and to not know people. It's so time. hard. Well, so for example. It's easier for me than anyone I know and I find it hard. There's a friend of ours who I won't name, but he's a, he was an Anglican and he converted to Catholicism about two years ago okay. with his wife and his child. Um, and I was with him at mass about 12 months ago. And there was a, a Lutheran family who had just left the Lutheran church in sort of like real hardship, right? Like they've sort of left a whole life behind and they'd started coming to mass, like huge balls on them, right? Big deal. Big deal. Like this is a life changing. thing. It's their first mass they've come to. And it's like, they're terrified. They're at having coffee after mass in the little tea room. And I was talking to our friend, who's an Anglican convert, and he'd been in the church for about 12 months, and so had his wife, and so had his child. Oh, I now know who we're talking about. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And I said to him... <laughs> no way that took so I long. I said to him, you should go and talk to those people. Yeah. 
you should go and introduce yourself. And he was like, oh, I shouldn't. Like, you should do that. You've been here for a long time. And I said, like, exactly. Like, they're going to be terrified to meet me, right? Like, yeah, the ex-seminarian who, like, teaches classes and stuff, who it's, like, coming over, and it's just like, I don't know anything. Oh, don't, don't ask me of anything. It's like, no, you're the guy who's just won the Tiber. Right, you're fresh out of the water. It's still dripping off of you. Yeah. Right, like also, oh, you've got a come out in life. You I, got a, you got a yeah. family. His I've wife, just come over. Kids. Like, let me tell you exactly where you need to go and what you need to do right now mm. to make your life easier. So I don't know how to do that. And if you, so, if you're somebody who's just converted or just started coming back to mass, and you see people who are like that, it's like you're the person who's just done it. There's no one better. It's so hard to figure out what. Yeah, I mean, it's easy to figure out what your state in life is. Are you single? Uh, are you married? Yeah, are you yeah. a priest? Like you can yeah. say is what it is, but conforming to it is uh, pretty so challenging. I think C.S. Lewis uses this example in Mere Christianity. He says, um, if you want to teach like a child mathematics, like you as the adult is the worst person to teach them because you just think it's obvious. You, yeah. you get the kid who's just learned it to teach it to the, to the kid who needs to learn it because they're going to go... Virtuosic musicians are really bad music. I teachers. thought this was really hard, but I actually just figured it out. And let me tell you where the shortcut is. There's an enthusiasm there. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like, I, and I've just done it. That's I've a, just. That's done a it. nice flip on the those who can't do teach. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because by not being able to do it, you develop the ability to teach it. Well, and the other thing is, if you're an old and haggard Catholic like me, right? Like maybe you're not the best person to approach converts and be like, "Hey, what's up?" You know, like. It's probably better you do to do a fine job. Do an excellent job. I try, yeah. But like the the other thing is how I do it is like I go, Have you met James? Have you met so and so? Have you met so and so? You know, as I and now that I have a family, I get to go, I'm I'm, I'm not gonna step out. You're gonna talk to this guy and this guy and this guy. Yeah, exactly. Because you're like, oh, like there's gonna be people more suited to your state in life that are gonna be able to help you better. I've seen it um I've seen a non organic version of this mm. at different at mega churches. Yeah, sure. Where there's like people in shirts mm -hmm. taking names and lists, and here's my name know, tag. I'm Joe. Proper coffees are coming out. There's a coffee order. Yeah, and yeah. You volunteer, and you can work here. And like, there is a thoughtful way to do it. It's just not organic. It's pretty gross. It's a bureaucratic. It's like how a company manages. Well, it's taking out like the, intake. But, right, but the reason they the company does that is because it's the job. The thing has to happen. And it is like a psychologically hard, draining thing to like meet people and sure and ex you know meet new people and expose yourself and be <sighs> like to be human to not be just a. Um, I'm thinking about this a lot this week about being like expressing this really badly, but I think about the percentage of yourself you're able to be with different people, and it's a low percentage for most human interactions it's a very surface level and even then it's like sometimes years before you start plumbing interesting spontaneous you know just being able to go ah fuck that guy when someone asks you a, a question and then you know if you do it too soon then <laughs> i don't know it's hard also because you're becoming a new person with the other person this is probably like the c.s lewis thing about a b and c and c dies and b loses the person that c brought out yeah, in yeah. a yeah but like it's not just showing bits of yourself. That's sort of an atomized, weird, neoliberal way to think about it. Yeah. By meeting a new person, you're becoming a new person in relationship. For sure. With them. And yeah. this is a really draining, scary thing because you're losing part of the person you were beforehand. Yeah. And there's all these reasons why 
you know those things in life that are fucking way harder than they should be, like responding to an email? And you, <laughs> you go like, oh, there's other stuff here going that I'm not appreciating. I think this is true of meeting new people. It's a really weird, mystical, yeah, thousands of things are going on. And so just to say, here's Gary, he's in a shirt, he's going to smile, he's going to nod. It gets people in, it incorporates them into it, and it means that no, you don't have to depend on someone feeling good that day yeah. and having a normal human. So I get it. Yeah. It's just one must never do it. It's just gross. It's really gross. Yeah. Yeah. So to circle back to our original point. Please. Um, which is that, yeah, we could be doing the commentary of like, and obviously like I want to, like it's very sad that Benedict XVI died. Um, like, you know, I loved that man. I loved that man. Like you told me that he died. I'm sorry, yeah. And I cried when I was washing your dishes in the sink. Man, there's another thing I want to say about you crying washing my dishes. It's normal. Hmm? I'm always crying watching it. I don't know, just detail. <laughs> Anyways, but was yeah. definitely a girl over that Jack was <laughs> in, trying to impress. That was, was me like, trying. I was like trying was to not cry in like, front I'm of her. sorry. I'm, uh, I love this man. He's 95. It was, really, it was really sweet. Yeah, I was trying to not cry in front of her. Yeah, you were. And you yeah. did a great job. Thank you. I went outside and cried by myself. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, I, yeah, we could do this sort of like commentary thing. But I just want to do something that's like beautiful, that's educational, that's useful. Yeah. And that, yeah, I think that what I want people to take out of this is like, it's not that scary. Um, it's, it might be hard, but like it's doable. And all this stuff like has some depth to it. And there's always more depth to get to. Uh, and like, if you're like not sure, you know, th the best way to try is to put your foot in the water. We just start doing it. And also like, I think what is, I mean, a lot of these that we've gone through that you start doing them and you go, oh, fuck, there's the PhD in that sentence. And it's like, yeah. you don't really have to get, you just no. just keep going until yeah. you're sort of, because there can come a point where you feel satisfied and then you can move on to the next one. But well, like, and what I've, just keep digging around. Like, the, yeah, the great, the great romance of my life has been falling in love with Christ um, and and falling in love with the church, right? Where it's like, I, like I am yet to be satisfied. Like, my, if you see the 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 pile, and literally, it's a pile of books next to my bed. Yeah, you. I don't know if anyone's seen uh, Stalker. Yeah. When they go back to the guy's house. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know my my room is just like stacked full of books about Catholicism and Christ and all sort of stuff. Because it's just like I've never got gotten tired, and I've never got to the end of it. And it's like you can go as far as you want, and it's for me, it's been ten years of reading and thinking and meditating. And honestly, the only thing I can say is that like, I know so fucking little, yeah. like there's so much more to learn that I'm so excited to learn. And it's like, man, if you think that you've got to the end of it, you're like, well, that's, I've done the compendium and I know everything. It's like, man, there's so much more. It's so great. I fucking love it. I fucking love it. It is your thing. Much more than music. So, yeah, well, for you, it's other you things. For you, it's music, music and yeah, comedy yeah, yeah, yeah. and all this sort of stuff. And I just, like, couldn't care less. Right? I would rather go home and read Pope Benedict. Well, look, it'll be interesting when you... When time comes, maybe you've been preserved from having a family for so long so that you would have time for all of this reading. But it is... Having a family... It, reading is the habit that is I have found the hardest to sustain through the rhythms of family life. It is... It's very hard. And I can really sure. see why the only people who manage, like why we have, it seemed weird to me that we had academia when I was at university. It's just like, what you, yeah, you just fucking read whatever you want. 
you think whatever you you can do that in your own time, why do you have to formalize that in a job? Well, it's because not everyone's life is as calm and relaxed as university students' life. And when you're an adult, you have all the like. It's important to have an office to go to from nine to four, where you get to read what you want to read. Well, the other thing if you're going to have that person. Well, the other thing is that like norm no like the other thing about why you have this person in society is because these were normally monks and priests. Right, like these yeah. are normally people who dedicate their lives to learning, and that's it. They don't have families, so they can just learn as much as they can, and then they teach you what. And you and you do it at like in the university thing. It's like this minor experience of like what it's like to be religious, mm. right? Like you have no attachments, literally a cloistered, right? Like yeah. you go to this like weird building With where a dormant, like in America, there's yeah. a dormitory, exactly, all that stuff. Fraternity. You're sort of like imitating the life of. A monk, yeah, right. Like the architecture's the same, yeah. And it's because like it comes from somewhere, and the thing that it comes from is like there was a time in the world where it was possible to just completely dedicate your life to this thing, yeah. And it's still possible in very limited frameworks. But, but I hadn't. I mean, you don't typically think of a monk being selfish, but I had a. A little taste. I, I stayed in a monastery for like four days after my sure. my wife had gone back to New Zealand and we just had our first child and we were moving to Melbourne. It was like very frustrating and difficult. But it was just like four days to like think and read and be alone. And it's like, oh man, I get it. Like I get that a life of isolated prayer, even to take away the reading, if you just yeah. had a vocation to like pray and like whatever, like what a Buddhist monk would do, just like... Look internally. Well, we forever, only think of it as Buddhist because, like, it doesn't. It it's not alive in the Western imagination, but it it yeah. it should be because it does exist, and it and it is actually how our civilization civilization was built on these sorts of things. People going very very far inside yeah. themselves, and it's like, and it, well, I mean, yeah, it's it's selfish, right? But it's not because well, it's a, you're not it's doing a, it for yourself. It's a life that is. It's it's a lonely life. There is a, it's a life. There is a way in which it's easier things. because you don't have to have all those responsibilities, right? Yeah. Like the responsibilities that you have as a husband and a father. Mm. Um, it's harder in the ways that like your life is not hard, right? Where it's like like you were saying the other week, like, oh, yeah, well, I'm never alone, right? Yeah. Like I might be lonely, but it's never quiet. All these sorts of things. And oh, it's I'm like, never bored. I haven't had the opportunity to be bored in right. a long time. Yeah, and I remember finding that to be the most revolting thing in the world was being bored, and now I. I long for boredom. Whereas if you had gone to a monastery... No, I'd be so bored. Yeah, you wouldn't cope, Jimmy. Well, we'll, we'll see how I... Whenever, maybe I could grow. It'll be a weird monastery. <laughs> on the other side of water. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that's why I'm doing it. Why are you doing it, James? What, what, what do you think that... I'm trying to grow my YouTube numbers. <laughs> trying to make a little money. <laughs> I mean, that's true. I love doing it. Yeah. I love talking about it and thinking about it. It's also very nice to get to hang out with you and to leave the house on a Tuesday night. Um, but I think it, yeah, there's a lot, there was a lot of sugar in it as an idea for me. And I don't know how to describe why I do anything other than it seemed like a good piece of work to Mm. make. Mm. The fact that we get to make it with Sam is crazy. Who's bloody great. Who's done all of this and is doing all of this. But I think if it like, if it wasn't fun or it didn't look good, I would have just stopped doing it. So for me, the, the weirder thing is. Why, why am I still doing it? Yeah. I'm still getting a lot out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because it's not... Like, yeah, it's... I mean, I've, I've done this book, like, I don't know, like dozens of times with people. Who's the most exciting person you've ever done it with? <laughs> not you. Jack, 
And it's, yeah, it's never boring. I don't know, like even just going over the basics over and over and over again, it's like or there's always something where you go, oh, actually, I hadn't thought about that that way or that's yeah. something that hits me now that didn't hit me then. Um, and the, like, so, for example, like I was doing this seven years ago before you guys, you were married and like my other friends yeah, yeah. were married and stuff. Yeah. And now when I do it, it's like getting into marriage. It's like, oh, like, so I've just finished with a group of married people. And I probably would have breezed through that a couple of years ago, right? Where it's just like, yep, this is what it is. This is what it is. This is what it is, right? You just hit the theory. But now I can sort of like, I observe the lived experience. And because I'm like your friend, it's like, I try and live it with you. And then you're like, oh, hang on a tick. Like this stuff is like super important. Like, it's just so... Imp- like, because that actually is going to tie everything together for these people. And if this doesn't make sense, none of it's going to make sense because it's the day-to-day living of it yeah. that's going to have to do it. Um, and that's, like, great to to get, yeah, to become a bigger, weirder person inside, which is a uh, favourite phrase of yours. Yeah, Bigger, weirder person on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I've ever said that before. No, you have. You've said that a lot. No, no it's true. It's true, man. It's nice having a memory that's so bad that people quote you back to you and you go, what a what an absolutely beautiful thing that you've just said. <laughs> All right, I don't know. Is that No, that one that one I do. At some point I have to get back to my wife who yeah. I'm married to. All right. Yeah, well, good. thanks for joining us, everybody. I hope you can continue to join us. They're doing young dads tomorrow night. This was just our sort of like rehash. This is a sort of like bonus episode, I suppose. But yeah, we wanted to sort of like talk about what we're doing and and, and hopefully get something out of it. And we're gonna have a way for you to like comment back to us at some point and we're very keen to hear what people I think by the time this want. is out there's probably a QA. and a I hope so I yeah. really hope so yeah, yeah. I hope but it's at like some point we have to James said start. this disgusting thing about dogs um. oh, it's a sticking <laughs> point it's a sticking point um, well, can we can we discuss that further or? there's a lot that I want to cut from the show uh, there should be